I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking Through the Middle. Welcome to another Couch Cast. Yep. We got new questions. New questions. We've got a restocked box. We talk about drawing these out of a bowl, but... It's a box. There's not a bowl. Is so it your anyway. turn or my turn? It's been so long since we recorded. I don't That's know true. who's... Go you for go it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> for dramatic effect. <laughs> so our friend... Yuli from Instagram, uh-huh. I think is how you say her name. Yes. Y-U-L-Y. She asked, where can you go to meet eligible Christian men? That is the million dollar question. Yep. Wish. Yeah. Well, I don't really know what to tell you. Actually, I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. No. Um, and I think I may be getting questions confused. Mm-hmm. I think she may have said she's tried online and it didn't work. I can't okay. remember. Okay. Um, she did say she goes to a very small church, yes. though. I do um, remember that. That would be my first thing. It would be like, at your church. That's always my first option. I guess overall, what I would just, and this is general, we can get into specifics of places in a minute. What I would tell someone, though, is if you were looking for a godly, strong Christian man, go to places where there are godly, strong Christian men. What? Where are those men already and go to that place mm-hmm. so your church would be your first choice because you believe the same things for the most part you you see them regularly you see patterns and character in their life and then you see them in that spiritual context of like ministry and are they involved and is that important to them and then too like you have similar friends you have similar ways of life you have a lot of those things in common already so i think that's a good place to start But with that in mind, if you do go to a smaller church and maybe there's no one at your church that you're necessarily interested in, or if you're interested, but they don't seem to be interested back, there is nothing wrong with trying to find another, not to say you switch churches, but like if there's a church that has a really, uh, or a thriving singles ministry, I think it's okay to go check that out and to go take part in that. I totally agree on that. I would want to say though, because I've had... Over my years of dating and being single and whatever, I've had people say regularly, oh, you should go to this church or go check out the guys at this church. And I, I've struggled with this back and forth because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm at this church where I'm at. This is where God wants me. I'm not going to go church shopping just looking for a man. That's something that's always kind of like sat funny with me. Like I wasn't okay with that. But what you just said, if they have a thriving singles ministry where the known and stated purpose is for single people to come meet each other, I think that's different. That I'm okay with. And I would say, yes, if there's a church that's bigger than yours like this, if you go to a really small church or there just aren't any single people there, it's okay to find somewhere that's bigger and has more options for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term. That's the only thing I can think to say. I think that's okay. Yeah, because I think it all depends on your mentality. If you're going into it, viewing it like a meat market, that's not your best No. And that's not your best option at your own church. No. Much less going somewhere else. No. Yeah, you want to go in with a grounded outlook and mentality if you're going to go into a different church. And like Bethany said, not just, oh, let me go to four singles ministries in one week and just see who I meet. Get all my options. Yeah, get my number out of it. No. But just if you get into one, you're you're making friends. Because that's another thing, too, that whether or not you meet a guy at one of those singles singles ministries, you may make friends who then you meet guys through these new friends. So it's not just to say that, oh, I've got to find a guy at this place. You're just broadening your circle. Yeah. Yeah. Widening your horizons. I think I got my... (laughs) 
metaphors broadening are, your horizon yeah, and widening, widening your, your circle. circles. Yep. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a great option. Yeah. And I would say this, and I think in this specific question, she mentioned there's like two or three single men in her church and they're just not options. Mm-hmm. So that's different from what I'm about to say, which is if you're at a church where there are plenty of single guys before you're going outside of your church, really evaluate why none of them are quote unquote acceptable if they're not like are you being too picky are you just thinking hmm I wonder what else is out there now if you've been there and there's no interest or nothing's ever been done like that's one thing but if you're just writing them off be careful with that I think is all that's just a caution yeah I definitely agree with that another thing I think you can do is especially if faith is really the priority here, because I think we can all agree if you really want to just meet single guys, you can go to bars and you can go to all, you know, these random places where single people hang out. But if faith is important, like she's saying, I think volunteering or at a ministry, at a ministry or some sort of nonprofit that that maybe has some like Christian Mm -hmm. influence, I think is a great way for you to meet people and to kind of bond over that shared experience Mm -hmm. and that shared um, interest that, okay, hey, I'm really passionate about helping kids, yeah, kids after or, school or coaching a sports team yeah. or whatever that looks like, you're able to have that commonality already, which makes conversation a lot easier at the very beginning. And then, you know, you have some similar interests, right. too, that you can kind of expand that, from there. Yeah, I think that's good. And then there's always kind of in that vein, but not as much. We talk, we've talked about this before. Go take a class. If there's something you're interested in, kind of that same thing of like finding people who have the same interests as you, go take a class for something. Go learn how to do a skill. Go whatever and see who you meet in those. Now, you wouldn't necessarily know right off the bat, oh, that person's a Christian, but you never know who you might meet. So I think that's an option. Oh, totally. Just in general, too. I think going back to what I was saying a minute ago, all of these avenues are not only places you can meet guys, but you can meet friends who then you may be able to meet guys through. Yeah. Not that that should be your goal, but like, I'm going to go make friends to see who, how many hot guys they know. Like, that's not <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No. But I think, I mean, how many times do you hear like, oh, we had a mutual friend or, oh, yep. they introduced me to whoever. Yep. And, or I knew this person that he knew, or he went to college with, you know, yep. fill in the blank. But I think that kind of connection happens so often. So even if if you're not the type to kind of put yourself out there with relationships necessarily and that kind of intimidates you, maybe take a few months be like, you know what, I'm just going to focus on kind of broadening my friend group and meeting more people and developing friendships. And then maybe once I'm more comfortable with that, then I can go the next step. And you can do that within your own church, too. It doesn't always have to be somewhere else, but get to know people in your own church. Again, not... With this ulterior motive of maybe they'll introduce me to their sons, friends, brothers. I don't know why. I don't know what. But that shouldn't be your motivation going in. But I think it's an (laughs) added perk sometimes of it's okay to let people know that you want to get married. And that you want, like you're open to being set up and you're open to that. It's okay to tell people that. Let them know and then you never know who they might introduce to you. Yeah, so tell people at your church. Let people know that, hey, I want to get married. Help me. (laughs) You know, keep your eyes open. I've got several people like that at my church that I'm like, hey, if you know of anyone, I'm not opposed to being set up. I Mm -hmm. guess that's because some people, it's kind of like this funny thing of like, oh, I don't know if they want to be set up or they're opposed to blind dates or whatever. I'm not. Yeah. And so I'm okay with letting people know that as well. Yeah. And it's okay, I think, too, to only let certain people know that. 
okay, I think it should be required. <laughs> yeah, I am more on the side of there is a, I can count on one hand the people that I would trust to set me up with somebody. Sure. But if you're comfortable with whoever, like, good for you. Yeah. Go for it. But I think it's fine if you're like, I don't trust yeah. my great aunt Sally to, you know, <laughs> to introduce me yes. to whoever she meets at the grocery store. But I do trust my best friend yeah. or the, my mentor at my church yeah. or whoever to, you know, think, oh, I think this guy would be good with her. Yes. I have a wide group of people who know I want to get married. The group of people that I've said, you can set me up. <laughs> is much smaller. much smaller much smaller yeah so for yeah. sure so, yeah i think maybe start with that and then yeah just those keep... things and just kind of go from there and like we've said you know i hate it when people ask a question and then you're like oh i'm not going to answer your question i'm just going to give you a principle mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. yeah so that I drives think we, me crazy. we've answered we've given some ideas but i'm still gonna say just live your life be you do the things you like to do be interested in the things you like to be interested in Talk about the things you like to talk about. Be you. Be who God created you to be. Live your life and then see who's going in the same direction. Like, who's running in the same direction, whether it's at your church or somewhere else. When you look over and you're like, wow, this person is keeping pace with me and we're going in the same direction. Those are the people that God's saying, hey, notice this person. So just keep that as your overall mentality and then do what you like to do. Yeah, I'm a big fan of you do what you can do and then you let God do what only he can do. Yep. And so, like, if you're putting yourself in the position to meet people and if you're kind of going outside your comfort zone a little bit and you're widening your circles or you're taking steps that are in your power to do, then you let God orchestrate what only he can orchestrate. Because there's only so much you can do in your power. I'm sure you can manipulate circumstances, but do you really you don't want to do, do that? that? You no. really, you know, and at the end of the day, God is still sovereign and he is still in control. And, I mean, my parents... My dad was one of two single guys at my parents' church when my mom walked in and she ended up marrying wow. him. Wow. <laughs> so the odds don't always have to be necessarily in your favor. That is very but true. you, I think, if you're taking steps to do what you can do, then at that point, you just be open handed and be like, all right, God, you you take care of the rest. That That's would be good. my encouragement. Perfect. Great question. That was a good question. Thanks I like so that much one. for yes. sending that in. And we'll be back next week with another full-length episode on Wednesday. But until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle.